The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Welcome to the 365 Message Center show live. Let's uh, go with this thing here so we can check out the message. Content camera for, sorry, content from camera now launched in Teams. Like we can talk about how confusing that is. It is a message. MC286780. This is our headline for today. Um, and yes, confusing title because um, what is it? What is this camera? Where is it in Teams? Uh, but let me tell you, it's actually something that I saw or we saw a, a while back when there was this demonstrated person who was a ghost in front of a whiteboard, they're writing away and you could see through them and then this magical ink appeared. Um, if we just have a quick look down here, uh, you will see some of that going on. Um, there we go, someone's hand is woo, ghostly appearing. Uh, and, and that was something that was only available in Teams meeting rooms. You had to have this special device. It had to have a dedicated camera that was pointing at the board and um, it, it, you know, you just couldn't do this from your desktop. And I was thinking, come on, man, if, if this is a, a feature that's within Teams and we can at least remove our background, surely you can build it into Teams desktop, for example. Well, here it is, Daniel. And it actually lines up with a story that I had around um, having to sit in remote meetings. And sometimes people would grab a pen, try to draw on a board, but they'd turn the laptop around and point at it as if, you know, we were going to have mm -hmm. a, the same experience. Had, had you ever experienced that before? Yeah, but it's been, I mean, it's been a few years ago where mm. yeah, you're in a meeting and it was actually a Skype meeting. So that tells you something, you know, you're trying to work on the whiteboard and you turn your laptop around and you show the people, see, this is what we're talking about. You know, you, it's just really, they're, they're writing in light green and something, and you really can't see what's going on. It, it really isn't a great experience uh, to do it that way. Mm. Um, so I'm really excited about this one. I will say it is something that was I experienced at Ignite, and I'm trying to remember the year. I mean, it's been a few years uh, where they were demonstrating this on the floor, uh, right. the expo hall, you know, where you could get in and you could ride and they'd take your picture and do all this cool stuff. But uh, it, it hasn't, you know, it wasn't there available to us. But now mm. coming to everyone, being able to just have a camera you know, that you've added to your device and point to the content and get going. Uh, it's pretty slick. So Andy's question there, is it launched yet? No, not yet. As, as a few have answered in the chat, it's yeah. definitely coming soon. Uh, a little bit more about, about the, the two modes. So you have your whiteboard mode uh, and I'll be ready to, to demonstrate that once it's ready in public preview. Uh, and you have a document mode where, you know, you can have your overhead document cameras um, that, you can present and it, and it captures it. So the, the goal here with it is that it takes a picture of, or a video stream of a board. Uh, let's go down and have a look at this demo. Um, you turn on the content camera, you can size it up. It, it adjusts the angle of the board, like the office lens camera, and then it'll high contrast the ink. So that as mm -hmm. you're writing, when you move your hand away, it'll remain there. And then you're, transparent hand you can see through and see what was there on the board beforehand 
Um, so that's the board, and then you can do mm -hmm. similar sort of thing with documents overhead. Yep, and it gives you that kind of contrast. Like uh, we were, we had been talking about this before. You know, with Office Lens, you, you know, you could take a picture of a whiteboard, and it gives you that contrast where it doesn't. It's not exactly the way it looks on the board, but it actually allows you to read it really well. Um, mm. That's what this does, is it gives you the ability to read that content really well, which is what's important. It's important to be able to actually see what's being written on the board. So Yeah. So um, yeah. just last point to make before I talk about arrival dates. Th this is one of the key things they wanted to make available uh, for hybrid work and for equalizing that experience for remote people. So I, I know firsthand what that's like. Um, but just think about anyone being able to be in a meeting room with a whiteboard. They can turn their webcam and they can turn this mode on. It will always help to have better lighting. Mm -hmm. And it's probably still going to be dependent on the, the quality of your web camera in your laptop. But generally, it's going to get the point across. I just, mm -hmm. if I can just show you a couple of different pens here. I would choose this pen. All right over this tiny little one here to <laughs> probably write your Well, and story. the other thing that I've noticed with this kind of technology is you got to make sure your whiteboard's clean too, because when this technology yeah. looks at your whiteboard, it's going to look at any kind of thing that's, that's not white and mm -hmm. not consistent. So what I've seen is people have stickers and stuff they've put on there and they've peeled them off and it leaves that residue. Well, mm -hmm. when you take that picture or you use this technology, it's probably going to highlight some of that. So just have your whiteboard clean. Definitely. When is this coming down? Uh, late September. So that's now-ish as we like to say on the show, um, beginning then and complete by early October. Um, it doesn't break it out into public preview and waves and stuff. It's just, it's going to be for everyone to look for it as a feature when you go to share something and sure. it'll be down there as a content camera. All right. Well, Daniel, tell us about the next one. Image utility edit control MC286779. So you have images in OneDrive for business. And you want to make edits. Well, congratulations, you're going to be able to do that. This is rolling out late September, so now-ish, uh, and expected to have the rollout completed by late October. So it's going to give a month here to roll it out. But when you have images in OneDrive for business and you want to be able to crop them, you're going to be able to do that now right in the browser. Fantastic, right? And it's going to be freeform crop, meaning you get to select what you're cropping or having those fixed ratios. Uh, maybe you have a, uh, a, doc, a uh, image that you want to you know, showcase somehow and you want it to be on a different uh, aspect ratio. You're going to be able to do that. Hmm. It's also going to be able to let you do image adjustments. Now, we don't have specifics on the different types of adjustments that you're going to be able to make. But think about, you know, hue, think about contrast, saturation, those kind of changes. Mm. And you're going to be able to make those changes in on those files as well. And remember versioning. So not only we're going to be able to capitalize on doing these things, but you're going to be able to capitalize on versions in OneDrive as well. Now, this is only going to be for JPEG. And for now, they're working on PNG. So it is not you know, some robust, oh, I'm going to upload all of my 
um, different types of documents, my vector, my .ai files, and I'm going to be doing all this wonderful stuff to it. This is just JPEG right now. But mm. I think for those uh, those instances where you just want to make some quick edits to to those images, you're going to be able to do that. I Darryl, didn't, do you like yeah, this? Yeah, I do. And I, I didn't look at it, um, the additional information earlier, but... I mean, it's, it's actually quite close to, we've seen this recently with the, the Surface Duo 2 launch. There's that same kind of style of right. tools and aspect ratios and making a few minor edits. But, you know, that's that's not bad. Generally, we try and get people to, to change image size and quality and, and tweaks before you upload it. But so, let, Right. So here's, here's a great use case is camera backup. So if you are using your phone for taking pictures at work and you need, you could turn on that OneDrive camera backup to OneDrive for business, have them there and then go back and edit them later. So doing the flipping, you know, you've taken pictures before in portrait and you meant to do it in, in uh, landscape and vice versa, you know, all of those things you're going to be able to do. So I think it's, it's nice, quick edits, you know, it's not a Photoshop or anything like that, but I, I don't think it needs to be. That's not what the mm. point of this. So, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, next up is a fantastic update that has always bugged me since the launch of the software. Daryl, please tell us. How, how appropriate. You know, we had problems launching and restarting and stuff. I actually panicked because I thought, oh, no, have I just used... Yeah the event up okay so let, let me cl clarify this the message restarting a teams live event this is mc286781 if you've done a live event before in microsoft teams or even yammer or stream it's generally a you've used this or you set up the event and if you use it that's it done link over and if you want people to to join the live events and you've got to fix things up you've got to create a whole new link that's kind of what I was feeling this morning as we we're trying to go live. I was like, oh no, have we used our our YouTube link up? Anyway, um, so that's that's been the case up until now. You can't restart the event, but this is uh, the capability that you will be able to restart the live event. If you had some problem with the connection, um, if you had uh, for some reason some product product production workflow issues, and you clicked the <laughs> button early like like this morning um then you, you will have it's almost like i planned this daniel just to help us illustrate the point <laughs> no so i i think daryl what really happens a lot with these live events is you get multiple people who have controls and they push the wrong button and mm -hmm. they stop things and you're like wait what yep. did i just do yeah um and so you know get past the you know if you accidentally do stuff yourself but what if you have multiple producers that are causing issues yeah yeah so um the, the, there is a slight catch with this though it will allow you to restart the event if you're a producer but when you do restart the event you have to get people to rejoin the meeting you'll lose your recording you'll lose your transcript and your captions data as the message says there uh, so it's at least allowing you to present the content and not have people sitting there in the room going okay now what and you're panicking trying to find a way to get this message across. Here's the new link, everyone. Uh, instead, it's, okay, here's the here's the event, but we won't be able to use the recording or anything else that goes along with it. So bit of a pity there. Maybe they'll improve that. 
but at least you'll have something to reshow. Um, no action required. And this feature, for those of you who are running live events out of Microsoft Teams, uh, you'll be able to start seeing this now-ish and complete early October-ish. Uh, Daniel, uh, let's hear well, a bit about. Oh, what? One, th one thing I want to say is in the chat, you know, yeah. Jamie is mentioning there no more button of doom, which is the oh. end, you know. But I would say it's no no more button of doom. However, just as Daryl pointed out, there is issues here. If you end it, then everyone's got to rejoin, and you lose every the recording and all that that you just did. So um, while this, you know, there's not that you know, button where you go end it and you go, Oh no, that's not what I meant to do. Um, so anyway, but button of, um, difficulties, right. Button of, um, event limiting, um, moves like career. Okay. Limiting moves. All right, Daryl, here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> next message SPO, which there's, there's so many things that are interesting about this message. This is the first one SPO view in file explorer available in Microsoft Edge, MC286342. Now, SPO stands for SharePoint Online. So why they didn't just say that, I, I don't know. So that one is interesting. So the next interesting thing is the first sentence is saying, don't use this functionality. So <laughs> um, <laughs> we recommend using OneDrive Sync app with your files rather than using view and file explorer. However, we're giving you this functionality. So this is for modern SharePoint libraries, starting with um, Microsoft Edge version 93. You're gonna be able to have a button that says view and file explorer. This is going back to the same functionality that we've had in Internet Explorer for a while. And because IE 11 um, support is dead, in Office 365, it was done away with in August, then they're bringing this functionality. So this is going to be starting to roll out early October and will be finished for targeted release and will be rolling out for standard early November and completed by the end of November. So everyone should have this within the next couple months or so. Now, um, they're, they're very, they're highlighting and stressing, please don't use this. We, we don't want you to use this. We, you should use the OneDrive sync client to sync those files. And there's several reasons there. Um, you know, OneDrive, for instance, it won't, it doesn't have to actually sync all the files. It could just be pointers, but when you do the files, um, the, the view in file explorer, you are syncing content that you may not even need. Um, so but again, they don't want you using it, but here it is. I think there's a lot of people that have uh, a need for this, or at least their business processes have a need for this. And so they are putting it in there, but don't use it. It's going to be there people, but don't, <laughs> but don't click the button people. Don't click it. Don't click it. Um, <laughs> look, uh, there's a comment there from, from Heidi. She's a little confused about this one. I think yep. it's because, well, I mean, I was too. Like, first of all, it's using a technology I haven't used for years, i.e., eleven. Um, mm -hmm. I really had to cast my mind back and go, "Hey, Daniel, what was what was this about again?" And because um, he's got a better memory than me, and I'm old, uh, he refreshed me that it was an ActiveX control. Wow. And yeah, I know. Look, this is a compliment, sir. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> but maybe Heidi and I are in the same category that we we can't remember the stuff. Anyway, yeah. Well, anyway, it's it's been around forever. 
And I know organizations have been using this functionality forever, but you shouldn't use it. <laughs> However, we're letting you know that's going to be there, but you shouldn't do it. Daryl. Yes. Let's, let's move on to Yammer. Yammer and quick mentions. So these ones are quick, bit more rapid moving, less chatter, right? Whatever. Anyway, wow. Yammer topic APIs. Uh, changes with Viva Topics. This is MC286339. I got to say, when I saw some changes to Yammer a number of months back, where they split out the topics versus hashtags that you can put within the messages, I, I kind of saw this coming. We, we knew like that Topics was on its way, uh, Viva Topics. And this is the completion of that alignment so that when you add a topic to Yammer, and a topic is something that you go to the bottom of the Yammer message and you're adding um, a topic, uh, this is as opposed to a hashtag in the message. Hashtag in the message is, is still there. It can be used to, to jump to things, but it's not going to group messages together of the same topic. Then... It's actually connected to Viva Topics now. So as we have conversations about things, they're going to be consumed and um, and presented on some of those topic pages as conversations about this content or about that topic. Um, so it's uh, expected to roll out January 2022 and completed late January 2022. Um, what else can I say about it? To adopt Viva Topics... Nothing Make, because it's supposed no. to be quick. Yeah. Yeah, true. It's a quick mention. Sorry. <laughs> I felt forward. like you were fussing at me before. Like, come on, Daniel, you know, it needs to be quick. And now you're. Yep. Send feedback on image tags, MC286337. The now there, this whole send feedback thing has been around for a while within the products. So being able, allowing your users to send feedback to directly to Microsoft about products. Um, you know, that feedback link is there. In fact, you'll see a feedback link there. And even in the screenshot or even on the screen that, that uh, Daryl is showing here, there's a help and support little link down there in the green and, you know, being able to do stuff, you know, connect and give feedback to Microsoft. So what this is about is Microsoft is going to, uh, Microsoft uh, gives tags for uh, images when you automatically load the, upload them, right? Saying a boy wearing a shirt in front of the sun. I, I don't know, mm. different types of tags. Um, but your users are going to be able to give feedback to Microsoft saying, oh, that tag's bad, you know, or that tag is wrong so that they can improve their AI. Well, here's the deal. They will also be able to include the image when they send the feedback which is very helpful to Microsoft because if the, you say the tag is wrong, okay, great, but I, I need to know what the image is to even know that the tag is wrong. Because if you don't send the image, then there's no way they can get in. They don't have permission to do that. They, they can't get to the image without you sending it. However, if you think about it, images within your environment, uh, you may not want them to be shared with Microsoft. I, I'm not discouraging you from, you know, from doing that, from allowing that. Uh, I'm just saying that it's possible that you may not want that to happen. And if so, then you need to go into the controls and uh, turn that off so that users cannot share feedback. This is rolling out early October 
and expected to be completed by mid-October. So you have just a few days to think about how you want to do this and how you want to handle this. Now, feedback is, like I said, across Microsoft 365 uh, you know, across all of those apps. And so you're going to have to think about how do we want this to to um, to work. So just uh, make sure that you definitely look into that before they roll this out. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit about Safari. Yes, Safari, one-to-one calling in Safari. Uh, MC286561. Um, this is rolling out to those on Mac, and this is why we wanted to mention this late September, so now-ish, and completed by early October, um, being able to do one-on-one calls uh, in Safari, which is amazing, right? We mm. uh, People have been waiting for that, I'm sure. So um, that is coming and will be available to you. See? Very quick mention, right? Very quick mission, very short message. Do I like the change? Let's just say, yeah, we do. And we'll, it's, is it okay to submit any feedback? Okay, it's just thank you. Cool. Um, we do actually have a callback this week. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've said it before, we've said it before, that sometimes it's hard for us to cast our mind back and go, what have we talked about again? And, oh, I know, we could go back and watch some videos of what we've talked about. <laughs> um, or like what actually has landed. And... There's been a lot of stuff that's been pushed out month by month. I think that's part of the challenge. But you've seen and heard from the show today, a lot of it is it's arriving now-ish. So uh, this is something that has arrived-ish. It is here-ish, right now-ish. Insights into Microsoft 365 became Microsoft Viva. uh, And so it meant that we got some of those additional uh, things that were announced for Viva Insights. Um, So... Yep, let's uh, actually it's starting to roll out now and that's starting in September and and completed in November. Let's take a look at what this looks like. Uh, Let's open that up. Okay, Daniel, it does look familiar, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yep. So we have, we have, well, insights for starters. Um, It is still the... um, was it my analytics insights uh, logo that's there? I don't right. know if they're going to change that, but uh, definitely this is Viva Insights is at the top there. Um, we've got uh, so oh look, there was a a couple of messages here about checking in with people that I work with and that I've connected with. Um, we've got some of my demo users that I should send praise to. <laughs> um, we've also got the Headspace area, so we won't necessarily play through the video, but this opens up in a modal window and we can listen to that mindfulness exercise you've got uh, the other tabs like stay connected so setting up one-on-one time with with people that you have been connecting with or some of your direct reports and then you can use this area here for setting up some focus time so it is yeah oh how about that i didn't realize that the headspace thing changed occasionally i thought it was just that's your headspace thing for today no, it definitely hmm. changes uh, to meet your needs so you can get out of your head. Speaking of of doing cool things, make sure that you follow us on LinkedIn. We want to do some cool stuff in LinkedIn. So make sure you follow us on LinkedIn. You can find us at 365MCS. We're just a, f- a couple away 
from being able to uh, release some awesomeness uh, in that venue. So if if just a few of you go over there and follow that page, we will when be I, able to do cool When stuff. you say a few people, um, I, I took a look at the the follower limit. Can we have like a few plus fifty? Okay, cool. <laughs> Well, we need one. We need one fifty, but that's all right. Okay, gotcha. So everybody, go on over there. Do the whole liking and following our mess our page on LinkedIn three six five MCS. And of course, you can engage with us on all the socials at three six five MCS. You can go over to Twitter. You can do Facebook. You can do Insta. We're there. We're there for you. We want to engage with you. Come on over. Definitely. Um, so look, thanks everyone for our for hanging in there and being part of the show. We have figured out how it works now, but follow us in, in all the various different places, and we'll see you next time.